We've been walking around this desert for days. It's no good. We'll never find it. We'll have to... Wait a minute. What's this old dusty box buried here? Let's get it open. It says the James Whale Podcast 2017. Um, okay, lovely. Thank you very much indeed for joining us for the James World Podcast. <clears throat> I don't know whatever it was Theresa May had, but I think it's getting into all of us. Droppy letter disease. I don't know. Ah, there we are. Yeah, let's hope nothing falls off the wall behind me. Uh, now, anyway, welcome to the James World Radio Podcast, broadcasting from a room in my house uh, somewhere in the United Kingdom. And uh, we're here with Rob, who produces the show. That's me. Yeah. Uh, and thank you very much indeed to whoever did the introduction. Who did do the introduction? P. Black. What does that mean, P. Black? He needs to see a doctor. Yeah. I mean, that is very bad if you if you P. Black. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, thank you very much. If you'd like to... Actually, it's very good. If people can uh, uh, record an introduction to the show, it saves us having... Uh, I can't speak today. Somebody actually asked me, uh, what was the difference between doing a podcast and a radio show? And actually, uh, podcasts are usually, what, 10, 15 minutes long. Well, I think that's probably the point when you give up listening to them. They're normally a bit yeah. longer than that. Oh, right. Okay. Um, and so <clears throat> I couldn't think of a difference between a radio show and a podcast, except if I say, fuck. Um, I'm not screamed at by some, uh, some, some producer or editor or whatever who gets all upset that you might get upset. Uh, because presumably people who listen to the podcast listen because they know exactly what I'm like. The problem with the radio is that some people might suddenly turn on a program you're on the radio with, uh, and not realize what you are like. Although I find that very difficult after 40 years on the air. Yeah, but people stumble across stations, don't they? <laughs> Yeah, but I was talking to somebody the other day, some silly, I'd nearly use a really rude word. I wouldn't want to say cunt on the air, would I, really? Um, and, of course, this gives you a, a, a you know, reason for being. Producer can edit all these fucking swear words out. Yes, they can. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, you know, not really much difference at all, to be honest with you, except that uh, the constraints really around... What you might be able to do on air, and uh, you know, you know, you can't. You, re I wouldn't think of swearing on air. We could technically do this show about twenty times and pick the best bits and put it all together. I didn't understand that. What do you mean? Well, we, if we didn't like the way this show went at the end of the hour, I could say to you, let's, we could redo let, it. Let's do it again, and then do it again yeah. until we get it right, or pick bits from each take we did, and then put them all together, uh -huh. and make it one podcast. Yeah, you could do that, but I'd say f off and go. So I can assure everybody that, the, that unlike a lot, actually a lot of podcasts are done like that, aren't they? Uh, yeah. that, that people sit and they, uh, they oh, I get really bored with these prissy, I've crafted a really nice piece of work if you want to hear it. 
I've crafted a really nice piece of work. Some reporter said to me the other day, oh, are you going to use my, uh, I've done an interview with so-and-so, would you use it in your programme? It's a really good, crafted piece of journalism. So I had a little listen, and I thought, that is just boring shit. Why would I inflict that on my audience? No comment. So there we are. Um, But, you know, nobody has to listen to anyone, uh, and that's the benefit of it. So going back to uh, the difference, um, in my mind, there isn't much difference. On this particular podcast, apart from my my, um, potty mouth occasionally uh, getting the better of me, um, there's not much difference to this and the radio show I do on talk radio. I tell you about the talk radio show now on talk radio seven till 10 Monday to Thursday. Listen live, phone in, have a chat. I mean, that's the only thing. This is a recorded show, so you can listen to this anytime you want. Yeah. But it ain't edited because I, I'm, I don't actually have the capacity to concentrate for more than one or maybe two takes. I'm just taking deep breaths every ten seconds. Yeah, I, I would. Take a yeah, deep breath. yeah, but that's right, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Um, and so, as this uh, as this program uh, podcast, whatever you want to flipping call it, uh, goes out on some radio stations as well. I suppose Rob is, uh, and he's the producer. He's the one who'll get it in the neck if uh, if the odd f- falls through. <laughs> I'm in Wales. They won't come and get me here. I'm okay. Well, what is f- in Welsh? Uh, it's the same, just add eoch at the end of it. F*** eoch. I wish I could leave that in. <laughs> oh, my mother would be fuming if she was alive. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Fuck you. <sighs> oh dear, that's mm. right. Okay, I've got over that now. Um, so anyway, P Black, thank you very much indeed for recording the introduction of the program. Uh, if you'd like to record one, we very simple, all you have to do is ring this number, I'll give you in a second. And record whatever you want. In fact, you can record a message. You can tell us how disgusted you are or anything like that. Uh, the uh, call box, Whaley's call box number for you to uh, have your say on the show. And we'll play a couple a little later. Zero double one seven two three zero one double seven one. Okay. That was almost Thank professional. You. Yeah. Oh, gosh, I've been tweeting away and uh, it's going mental at the moment. Do you know the most popular thing that I do on Twitter, put up pictures of my dog? You mean dog? Dog, yeah, dog. Dog, yeah. Uh, That seems to get more uh, responses uh, than me. And also I see the the videos, uh, which um, (laughs) – did you get last night's video, by the way? (laughs) Yeah, eventually, about ten minutes before your show finished, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not really sure why that happened, but Ash didn't seem to be able to work out how to put it. Was it all right? Uh, The video was okay, yeah, yeah, no, it went out, Yeah. yeah. All right, okay. Anybody watched it? Uh, I think it went over a thousand last time I looked. Well, that's no good. We want it over ten thousand, a hundred thousand at least. Um, if you go to jameswellradio.co.uk forward slash talk, that's the one. Yep, yep. You can see them all there. Yep. Um, plus uh, bits of my old TV shows and goodness only knows whatever else. Bits, they're all there. 
Tits, did you say? No, bits, not tits. Oh, bits, bits, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's lots of tits as well. Yeah. Fuck off. That's great. I, might, I wonder if I could get away with that on the air. You can because it's um, it's not actually the Welsh word, but it's or, you know it's what it would be in my head. But uh, <laughs> no. so it's not technically a real word. So you could. It's not a word that so no. can't offend people. No. That's <laughs> good. I like it. I might well use that in future. <laughs> oh dear, I don't know how you're going to get any podcasts out of this. Um, <clears throat> so, should we talk about something? Uh, something serious? What should we talk about? Um, dear, I, I don't know. Uh, Universal Credit, which uh, seems to be upsetting people. I did that on the talk show the other night. Nah. Um, the one pound coin. You've got to spend that very. Actually. Actually, I don't understand why we're all being rushed so quickly to get rid of our one-pound coin. No, a lot of retailers are going to carry on taking the pound coin. Well, yeah, because you can go and change it up, can't you? Yeah. Yeah. I give out the pound coin. The old one has, uh, has changed. I refuse to give out the new one. I'm making sure everyone why? else gets Well, I don't want them. Oh, I see. So they have to come and spend them in your shop again. Well, <laughs> No, I just don't want yeah. them. Yeah. And I bet you'd all listening love to know where Rob's shop is. So if anybody knows there's a prize, uh, just uh, email jameswellradio at gmail.com, the address of Rob's shop. If you can find Rob's shop, you will get a signed copy of my autobiography, uh, Almost a Celebrity. Last seen in Scotland, the shop, apparently. Don't be put off by whatever he says. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so, pound coins, uh, I think, it depends when you listen to this program, probably, is it next Sunday or is it the Sunday that's just gone? Um, and I, I normally get a few years, don't you? It seems like they just brought in the new pound coin. Now they want us all to go and spend the old ones. It's it's um, Well, they're saying there's like 500 million coins still in circulation. Isn't Ooh. it something like one-fifth of all pound coins are forged? That's interesting, isn't it? Have you ever picked up a 50p piece as well and a very lightweight one? No, I've never noticed a forged 50p. I've, I've had thousands oh. of pound coins through my tills that are obviously forged. Yeah. Which you pass on to the uh, the bank, obviously. Do they give you real ones back? Yeah, they, uh, they, gave you, they give you a reward of a pound for every one you hand in. Really? Yeah, the, the trick is not <clears throat> to tell them that it's um, a forged one, obviously. You just hand it to them. No, no. Or you go and spend it in somebody else's shop. Th- that's the norm, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I just thought, I just thought it was um, – I thought it suddenly seemed that everybody wanted the uh, the old pound coins in, maybe because they're easy to forge. Yeah, I don't have so much maybe. luck with the 20s, though. The 20 what? Pound notes. I, I can't pass them off as easy. Well, there are not many forged £20 notes, are there? There's a lot of forged £20 notes out there. Really? A lot of forged £20 notes, yeah. Is it easy to make money, do you think? Uh, well, I, I do quite well at making money, but not out of forging No, money. no, I meant, I meant you've got a printing machine, haven't you? I, I have a printing machine, yes. Well, I wonder, have you ever tried just printing money just to see? I mean, obviously it's illegal and wouldn't wouldn't... Uh, uh, suggest that you do it. But I'm just interested from an artistic point of view how how close you could get 
say, a £50 note to look. We tried photocopying one many, many years ago when colour photocopiers first came out, and all that came out was a blank piece of paper. Well, that wasn't very good, was it? No, so we uh, we sent it in for an upgrade. (laughs) (laughs) But now we've got 3D printers. Yeah. Well, could we not make pound coins, 50p pieces and everything else? You know, the... um coin machines for the toys you see outside shops yeah. that no one takes responsibility for. You know when they go faulty and then you go into the shop and say, hey, it's just swallow a pound, and they go, oh, it's nothing to do with me. What you, what you can do is make um, ice pound coins. and They yeah. fit nicely and then you rotate them around and all the evidence disappears because obviously the water falls out the bottom. And you you make ice pound coins? No, no, I'm just saying, I'm just not saying I have. I'm just saying you could make pound coins say, out of ice. I think they... No, I think they'd. Uh, I think they'd actually. Uh, I think they would would melt before you got them in the slot. Not when you've got a machine next door to your shop. They. I mean, uh, yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. They. Moving on. Yeah. And the other thing, of course, everybody, uh, this gender neutral passport. How does that work out? Do you have a picture of you as a man and a picture of you as a woman? Um, yes. All right. I mean, you know, sometimes you might like, I mean, I know you do, you might like to, to wear frilly things and, uh, and and perhaps pretend to be a woman. A, is that a new word? I don't know. I just, it, it came out of my mouth, I thought I'd use it. That's a better word than gender neutral. Can't we just call people womans now? <laughs> womans, yeah. <laughs> Mans and womans. Oh, yeah, you'd have to get it right. Which one's what takes priority? Is it the woman? Woman. Yeah, a woman and a man together. Womans. And in Welsh, it'll be womanioch. Womanioch. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fachioch. Oh, dear. Ah. What a, um, do you know? I'm getting so I've got to come on and talk something about something sensible a little later. Um, well, well, there's Harvey Weinstein, or is it Harvey Weinstein? Everybody's sort of uh, complaining Har- about Harvey his name. Something Stain. Uh, he's now he's now in rehab. What? Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. I just, I mean, I don't want to make light of it. It is a very serious situation, and anybody who treats other human beings uh, in that way is despicable. But. And it's a big but. There seem to have been lots of people who so, always oh, well known in Hollywood. Oh, yeah, everybody knew about it. And it was the same with Jimmy Savile. Now, I knew Jimmy Savile. I had not. He was f- strange. And he was always on his own. You ever met him or ever came to a. He was. Oh, he had a, a, an old guy who drove him around. But he was always on his own. Didn't have any boyfriends or girlfriends or didn't seem to. Lived on his own. He was a loner. And then when all the revelations about it come out, people say, I remember quite a well-known person whose name I won't mention. uh, She said to me, oh, everybody knew that. Everybody knew what it was like. I said to her, well, why the hell didn't you tell people? Why didn't some, oh, well, you know, um, well, we weren't 100% sure. Well, either you knew or you didn't know. And it's the same with with this thing now. I mean, if, if people knew... Uh, then they should have said something about it. And I don't understand why they haven't. Jimmy Savile came to uh, North Wales once. And I remember being told as a child, stay clear of Jimmy Savile, he's not good with kids. And I never understood what they meant. Yeah. 
Well, I've, I, I mean, I never heard that at all. I even remember my kids uh, writing into Jim Will Fix It because they wanted to become policemen. I wrote into Jim Will Fix It. Yeah. And, and you know, it just it beggars belief. And then people say to you, have the audacity to say, oh, we, we know what it Well, I met him on a few occasions. I interviewed him a few times. Um, and he was just, he was obviously loopy, but just seemed a fairly... I tell you, my, 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 my feeling was that he was quite a sad, rather lonely figure who had this big show, and he put on this show as like a pantomime person. And then when the cameras turned off, he just shuffled off. Where, though, that's the question. Well, yes, obviously now it is the question. I mean, it's like the same story last week. We're talking about Edward Heath and um, and and the police investigation into Edward Heath, which has come in for an enormous amount of criticism since we were talking about it last week, wasn't it, I think? Mm. Um, now the, the chief constable is having to actually defend the amount of money they've spent on it and the fact that actually, you know, nobody else has been found to have been involved. Not that there has been any concrete proof that anything did happen. There were some of the most horrendous uh, accusations laid about him and people in high places, in the police, in the government, various other things. And if that was the case, then they should be investigating those and finding out if there are people who were involved in government and various other and in the police and things going on like that. But at the end of this huge investigation, which has been on the front pages of most papers for ages, um, 140 cases were thrown out. Some of the people who made allegations have been prosecuted by the police for wasting time. And apparently there are six um, that if uh, Edward Heath had still been alive, he would have been questioned about. But as we said before, if somebody makes an accusation against you or anyone, the police will come and ask you about it, won't they? Well, I would hope so, yeah. Yeah. That's when you need to have an alibi. I've always got an alibi. I'm always in my little shop in Scotland. Yeah. But has anybody seen you in your shop? Customers, usually. Well, are there any customers to be found that go into your shop? They are getting rarer, yes. And where is your shop exactly? Oh, on the coast of Scotland. I don't think it is. Anyway, there's that prize. Um, signed autograph of uh, almost a celebrity, now written nearly, what, 10 years ago? I think it might be a little I'll have bit I'll a new one. <clears throat> Welcome to the programme, the James Well Radio Podcast. Uh, we've done gender-neutral passports, haven't we? We talked about that. Um, I'm, I'm trying to put off the eventuality that I am going to actually talk about Brexit and my thoughts on Brexit. Okay, can we do that in um, 2020? Well, it'd be too late then. Oh, okay. I don't know if any of us will be here in 2020. That's true. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Yeah, it's not looking good you know. is it, for the world at the moment. No, no. It, it depends whether Trump has been deposed. That was another thing I was going to say about the, the Harvey Weinstein uh, revelations. There were revelations during the election about Donald Trump. I think, was it 12 women came forward to complain about his behaviour? Yeah, he used to grab cats. Yeah. No, pussies. Well, same thing, you're right. Um, I think you should edit that out. You want me to edit that one out, not the rest? Of course I f***ing...
Ilk do. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> my Welsh family are going to be fuming, aren't they? I still have Welsh relatives. <laughs> Most, I think, living in Prestatyn. Anyway, um, so uh, they they disappeared, and, and and people are now beginning to ask, of course, whether or not those may now be investigated. They just disappeared. Those accusations just disappeared. Yeah, but he admitted that on a bus, though, didn't he? No, 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 that was different. That was just him showing off about what you could do, you know, oh, I'm famous, women love. But there were, uh, as my memory serves me correctly, a number of women came forward and said uh, that he had behaved inappropriately to them. I suppose it's also there's a you know it's a it it it's what happened at the time. I mean I don't know now. Uh, in the sixties and the and the seventies to a certain extent, uh, rock bands had hundreds of groupies following them around, travelling on their tour buses with them. Yeah. Um. And that would be considered. I would have thought anyway. That would be considered to be really bad behaviour now, wouldn't it? Yeah, but the images I have of groupies following rock bands around isn't kids. It's like um, 19, 20, 21, 22-year-olds travelling around. Well, you can't really tell, can you? I suppose not, no. It is a huge worry, I think. I am really... It mu- you've got daughter. I've only got sons. Uh, it must be a huge worry. I'm sure there'll be a day where I will be uh, worrying, yes. And, you know, the interesting thing as well, going back, you know, the amount of homophobia there is around. There was a, an article in the papers to, during the week, I can't remember exactly when it was, but I, I was talking about it on talk radio, uh, where the church, uh, a bishop in the Church of England, strange enough, has said that the church should not be allowed uh, to hide from the law, that the church, you know, uses its position to be homophobic, to be, uh, to, to, uh, to be misogynistic, uh, to, you know, to, to, to have all kinds of prejudices that they say, oh, well, you know, it's our religion. You can't, you can't um, take us to task over this. Uh, and, and, you know, the idea as well that, that um, most inappropriate behaviour uh, is carried out by gay people, which is, of course, completely wrong, completely and utterly wrong. And, uh, and, and, that perhaps needs to be addressed, and maybe the church need to stop. And whether it's the church or the mosque or the synagogue, they all need to stop being homophobic and against women, don't they? And wasn't it exempt from the law, wasn't it, the churches? It's exempt, yeah. yeah. It's exempt. You know, you tell me why God doesn't like the idea of a woman being a vicar. He's coming round to the idea, apparently. Yeah, I'm sure he would. I'm sure he would. Um, anyway, listen... Uh, shall we do? Uh, shall we do a bit of music right around here? Otherwise, I may be uh, using my Welsh again. We can play some music. I'm not going to be doing any music. Well, we do have a lovely little track, uh, "Same Flame" by Els Baileys. Yeah, is it or Ellis Baileys? Ms. Baileys. Yeah. I like a Baileys actually. Every now and then, it's a bit of a girly drink, but I quite like it. Bit of ice cubes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Bailey, Bailey's on ice. Mm. Yeah. And actually, I like a Bailey's poured over a scoop of vanilla ice cream, which is quite nice. I thought you were going to say something else then for a second. That's fine. Okay, move on. What were you going to say? Not me. I was worried about what you were going to say, that you like pouring Bailey's over. 
You are weird, aren't you? Yeah. Good for weeds, apparently. How disgusting. Same flame. Elise Bailey's second single from her debut album, Wildfire, and this is available on Amazon. Blinded by a spark Enough to scorch a cold heart That's how I found you You and me are like fire Dancing on a high wire Danger and desire I can't tell between the two Cause we got burned by the same There we are. That was um, Elise Bailey's Same Flame. Quite like that. E double L E S. Yeah, Ellie's. Yeah. Well, I'm sure she'll tell us. And next week we can uh, we can put it right if we got it wrong, can't we? We can play another track if we got it wrong. 
Yeah. Um, if you would uh, like a bit of music played on the break, we always like a bit of music just so I can go and clean my mouth out. Um, and uh, just send it in to uh, jameswellradio at gmail.com. Yeah, for the attention of me, include the MP3 and permission to play. Yeah, all that stuff. That's the sort of boring stuff producers do. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Um, anyway, welcome to the James Well Radio podcast, uh, which is here. I don't even know why I bothered to say that, because, you know, you're listening to it anyway, aren't you? It could be there, though. It could be there. Let's talk about uh, Brexit for a bit, because, you know, we've had the... Uh, we, we've, we've had the... Um, uh, the, the I don't know what you call it, the, the, their sort of meeting in Brussels where they all talked about how the uh, how the negotiations are going or not, as the case may be. We've seen the Chancellor say that he's not going to uh, provide any money until it's absolutely necessary uh, to uh, make, uh, make oh, I don't know what the word is, make... Um, make hay? No, not make hay, but uh, to, 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 uh, to start preparing start preparing for a no-deal Brexit, uh, which is quite depressing, really, because if we have a no-deal Brexit, as people are beginning to say, aeroplanes will stop flying, businesses will probably find that business is drying up, and there'll be a run on the pound. So we've got all that to look forward to, but apparently, apparently, those Brexiteers out there say, oh, no, we can just walk away from the European Union, and we're going to do great deals around the rest of the world. We're going to do brilliant deals. Probably like the one we're doing with America, uh, with Bombardier, where they just slapped about a 300% tariff on the jets we make over here. You know, we, we're, we're so f***y-ocky stupid that we actually have been buying American jets. American jets to go, I believe, on our aircraft carrier. And they don't work, so we're losing lots of money. We make some of the best aeroplanes in the world. Well, we do make the best aeroplanes in the world, yet the MOD have gone out and bought a load of rusty old, junky old things from the Americans. Why? Maybe the American fighter jets have onboard toilets and sat-nav. Or maybe they all come with a theme tune to Top Gun. Oh, that'd be awesome, wouldn't it? Imagine that, flying your little fighter jet. and Do you know, war is a very... Sorry. Very serious issue, and you all make f***ing jokes about it. Um, right, OK. Uh, so that's uh, that's one thing. I'm... I'm uh, when I watched Michelle Barnier and David Davis uh, do their news conference the other day, I was slightly behind because they were playing hardball, but I, I, I figured behind the scenes they're working pretty hard to get a good deal. And if somebody could please tell me where all these new... Where are we, where, where are we doing all these great deals? The rest of the world's just begging for us to do deals with them. OK, well, uh, India... Nah, don't think so, really. You know, what are they going to buy that we're making? Crumpets. Mm, really? Uh, and, and, you know, do we really want to be doing huge deals with a uh, country that step over people living on the streets because they, you know, they're so sort of... Uh, I suppose the, the, the term is racist, isn't it, really? If you're not the right caste in India, you are considered to be subhuman. You know, what are we going to do? We're going to sell more weapons of mass destruction to the Saudis. Oh, the Chinese are going to do great deals with us. Why? And what, what, what exactly do we make that the Chinese are going to buy? I mean, all these deals seem to me we're going to be buying stuff from these other people. I don't know. What, what did the Chinese uh, buy from the UK? 
I've no idea. Well, probably some cars that we make under license from Japan. I don't, I don't know. Uh, but, of course, we make a lot of cars for other companies in this country. We make the Land Rover. We make the, the Jaguar. We make Nissans and Toyotas. And these are employing thousands of people here. And these cars are made here because it's easy to get them into the rest of Europe from here. If we leave Europe without a good deal, that may cease to happen. Our cars are higher spec than European cars, though, aren't they? I don't know. For a start, the steering wheel's on the right side. Oh, shut up. Um, so it's, it's all this... Oh, yeah, well, we could... Uh, I was talking to a, an, an MP about it the other day who will remain nameless. He said, oh, yeah, we just walk away. Just walk away. We don't need to do anything. We won't give them any money. We'll just walk away. Okay, well, so we walk away. Uh, they slap massive tariffs on us as a non-EU country. That's going to put lots of our people out of work, not to mention the fact they're not going to do deals for the aircraft to land anywhere in Europe. So we are stuffed there as well. Um, uh, people talk a lot of rubbish, absolute rubbish that comes out of some people who should know better's mouths about this. We decided, or some of the people decided to leave the European Union, then we had better make sure that leaving the European Union doesn't leave us in a worse state than we are at the moment. And I am not convinced one way or the other yet uh, that we're going to be any better off. What's going to happen to all those people that live abroad if we uh, have a no-deal situation? Not sure. Not sure, because, you know, that is has not been decided. It may well be that you will, you know, you could have moved over to uh, Spain or France, and lots of Brits did. You may have bought a house over there. You may be working over there. You may be retired over there. And that might be all you have. And then you might find yourself in a situation where you can't afford to be there anymore or that you don't have the rights that you did have because you are no longer an EU citizen. Enormous amount of people living abroad now in Europe are trying to get citizenship of the country that they have moved to. Yeah, that's a wise move, yeah. And the same thing here. I mean, I have a friend whose son, uh, a French friend whose son is living in London uh, and came over here, has bought himself a flat, he has a job over here, and he's quite worried. A lot of people are. But, you know, um, we'll have to see uh, some of the British people who voted for this. I keep getting really, really fed up, as you know, when the term, well, Britain's decided. No, Britain hasn't decided. A proportion of Britain has decided. And a lot of people now probably quite rightly think, well, we've done this. You know, we better make the most of it. And I agree. We had better make the most of it. But we better make the most of it in a positive way, not listen to some of these wallies, nearly used a Welsh word there, um, who are absolutely adamant that Britain's a great country. We're a great, we're a main nation. We don't need Johnny Foreigner. We can walk away. We don't live in Victorian times. We don't live in the days of the 30s, 40s or 50s. We live in the 21st century. And I suggest people start behaving like it as well. All right, I've had enough of that. I'm not going to do any more. Um, let's get the tech talk. Tech talk. Not much this week. I've got one thing to talk about this week, tech talk-wise, and that is um, Mr. 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 Mazaka Baka 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 from um, Facebook has said that Isn't he that Mr. Wa- <laughs> he wants one billion users to be using his new VR system. 
which is called the... Video... Uh, oh, voice recognition. No, no, no. Virtual reality. You know them headsets uh-huh. right, where you wander yeah. into yeah. Uh, into a different world. Uh, Oculus Go is going to be about 200 quid, hopefully next mm. year. So everyone's going to go out and buy one of them, apparently. He wants one billion people to uh, immerse themselves <coughs> in virtual reality. Why? Because the world is such a shitty place. Maybe. Maybe. Mm. So that's all oh. I got for tech talk. Um, films, I can do films. Is that it? Yeah, there's nothing happening oh. in tech at the moment. Yeah, I bought a drone the other day. Oh. What for? I don't know. It was cheap. It was forty quid. It's got a camera on it, HD camera on it. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, and what have you done with it? I flew it for about five minutes and put it back in its box. That's that's all I'm ever going to do with it, really. You do get bored quickly, you don't you? Very very quickly. Yeah. Yeah, I've never known why. Uh, yeah, well, you might as well send the drone down here. Do you want a drone? I'll send it down to you. Yeah, I'll have a go. Uh, hang on, hang on. Do you have to do all that fiddly stuff with a joystick? This one's got a gyroscope in it, so it's uh, it's like a bit, you know, a Nintendo Wii. You probably wouldn't know what a Nintendo Wii is. but um... Of course I flipping know. Well, don't you patronise me, you Welsh what's it? Um, it's basically... <laughs> it's like a gyroscope joystick. <laughs> Give up. It doesn't work so well with... <laughs> does it? No. Back to your uh, drone, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's got a gyroscope you put in your hand, so when you tilt your hand forward, backwards, sideways, that's what flies the drone yeah. rather than a joystick. You can control it from your phone, and it also sends real-time images from the camera to your phone, and you record the uh, movie on your phone, take photographs yeah. on your phone. It's quite good, actually. And, 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 and you see, if I... I mean, I'm not going to fly into somebody by mistake, am I? Uh, well, you can do. You can do it deliberately if you wish to. Well, no, I wouldn't do it deliberately, but I might, you know. But I thought 40 quid comes in a nice little box. All right, send it down. I'll have a play with it. Okay. Films. I'll put it up in the air, see if I can shoot it down with a flu-flu arrow. Well, you can't fly it and shoot at it at the same time. Can't you? Oh, yeah, you could. You could put it in hover mode. Yeah. 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 How high will it go? Um, as high as the ceiling in the room I tried it in, definitely. Probably higher. Probably as high as a house, I would say. Not been outside with it? No. It was cold outside. I don't go outside. I've told you that before. Oh, God, you're a wuss. Right, get on with the films. Uh, Blade Runner 2049, starring Ryan Gosling and Harrison Ford. Blade Runner? I've seen Blade Runner. That's an old movie, isn't it? Yeah, this is a... a, a, um, It's a sequel, but it's really just a standalone movie. Um, I I, I didn't really like the first one. There's seven versions of the first one, apparently. I... I don't even remember it, but uh, vaguely. What that wasn't. What was that all about? It's like a very dark and rainy uh. sci-fi thing where they just go around shooting replicants. It was weird. I'm, I was a kid when it came yeah. out, so I didn't really get it, and I've not really watched it as an adult. I suppose I might yeah. do now. I've seen the new one. The new one was okay, but it was like really, you know, <laughs> it's not really. Um, one for one for uh, Blu-ray. I wouldn't say go go rush out to go mm. and see it in the cinema. Unless you're a Blade Runner fan, of course. And a lot of people no. are. But it didn't really grasp me. It didn't get you by the ghoulies. I felt too long. My bum was aching. Mm. Oh, no, I know how you feel. I'm feeling a bit like that now. Uh, saw the uh, Six Days film about the Iranian embassy the other night. I'd like to see that, yeah. Yeah, it's it's okay. Feels very dated. Obviously, it's set in. Well, it was done in nine in in nineteen eighty something or other. It was set in nineteen eighty, but it was filmed modernly. But it it has that sort of dated feel about it. 
Well, that's good, isn't it? I suppose, yeah. I suppose that's a job well done, I suppose, as far as the director's concerned. <clears throat> when I was a kid, when you when you heard about the SAS, you thought about like these amazing crack team of specialists. <clears throat> but when you watch this, uh-huh. you think, well, they're nothing more than weekend warriors that do paintballing. They had a job to do, and they did it reasonably well. This oh, dear, made- oh, dear. I, I wouldn't upset the SAS if I were you. Left feeling uh, a bit sort of like, yeah, the SAS aren't that really that good. Oh, trust me, they are. Trust me, they are. We're talking about the SAS 30 years ago. They had different weaponry and they had different skill sets. I, I prefer, uh, is it Ross Kemp's version of the SAS? That is completely ridiculous. But the you know, the realities of war and uh, stuff like that are are... You know, you need to be able to think on your feet and change things as you go along. It has to be very quick, and and the other side never behave the way you think they're going to behave when you are actually planning the mission. Don't ask me how I know this, otherwise I would have to eliminate you. Well, everyone should go out and rent it from Amazon. You can rent it from Amazon or buy it on DVD and watch it, and then uh, you know, let me know what you think. But as far as I'm concerned, it just felt like a bunch of amateurs being given the day out with some guns. All right. Um, I will have a look at it, and then I will tell you exactly where you've gone wrong. Um, got any thoughts? Don't forget Whaley's Mail. You can go to our uh, phone number. Give me a ring. It's very simple. It's 0117-230-1771. Um, or you could email me, jameswellradio at gmail.com. Check out the website. Everything you need to know is on the website. I had some good news this morning. What? My Little Mix VIP tickets have arrived. Oh, for goodness sake. Can we not do that, please? That, what a pervert. You should be ashamed of yourself. I'm going to take my VR camera. You, they won't let you in. Oh, they won't know. They're mounted in my um, the, gla- the glasses I wear. Oh, for goodness sake. You, you will get into trouble and you deserve it. Whatever I see, everyone else will see. I don't want to know about it. Let's not talk about it. Uh, right, so that's uh, that's the films and the tech talk. Yeah. Okay, well, we'd better do Whaley's Cool Box now, hadn't we? Or Whaley's Mail. Yeah, we haven't done those, have we? No, no. So, uh, which one should we do first? Yeah. Should we toss for it or not? Uh, well, you can. I shall stand and face the wall. Why? Well, I'm not going to watch you uh, enjoy yourself. Toss for it. I was going to use one of the old pound coins. Oh, a C. Right, okay. Yeah, well, go on then. Uh, heads, um, heads, uh, heads the Whaley's Cool Box. Heads Whaley's Cool Box. Yeah. Right, hang on just a moment. Oh, uh, oh I've got a Virgin uh, uh, balloon flight. What's it? Uh, dongle. All right. Um, sorry. Okay. Right, I'm just looking for the... I've just dropped the pound coin. Hold on. Right, are you ready? That Virgin balloon flight dongle is going to come in very handy later. <laughs> right, are you ready? Yes. Okay. What do we say? I've not looked at it yet. What do we say? Heads is Wayne's call box. Okay. Ah, it's... Ah, it's tails. Okay, you'll have to read then. Okay, uh, we'll do the call box right after this. Whaley's Mail. Um, Best regards from Ron Farnfield. Hello, Ron. Uh, He said, uh, Brit expat in France, Remainer Brexit. Uh, As a Remainer, I knew exactly what I was getting. 
the Brexiteers had no idea what was on the table. Nobody could tell them. Nobody knew. The British public voted for Brexit. I disagree, but fair enough. It's done. The reason seemed to be to take back control of our own sovereignty, destiny, control of our own laws, immigration, and not have the EU dictate to us. That being the case, why are we negotiating with the EU? Why are we having them still dictate to the Brits how the departure will happen? It is time to turn the tables, as promised by the Brexiteers. Take control of the situation, dictate to the EU how it is going to be, and say, we are going. And if you want to do deals with us, then come and talk to us, and we will make the decision dependent on the result we want. Britain must take and be in control. That is what the British public voted for, unfortunately. Do you know, Ron, I think you make a very, very good point. And, of course, if they do do that, it'll all come crashing down around their ears, and then they will realise the f***-up they have made. Very good point. Uh, Dawn Shuttleworth, hello, Dawn. She says, uh, you may read this, or you may not. I listen to your radio show each evening on my travels to and from my work with clients. Unfortunately, due to work and personal commitments with my very poorly mama, my listening is cut short. But I thoroughly enjoy your chat, sarcasm, wit, humour, passion. Your comments about Mrs W make me chuckle and your love of dogs warm me. I'm hooked on the show. Albeit cut short. Ah, Dawn, never mind. I hope your mum gets well soon. And then when your mum gets well soon, could you come and look after Mrs W? Because she's been coughing for a week now, refuses to go to the doctors, won't take any medicine, driving me insane. I don't think this is a wise idea, listening to this show whilst driving with your clients, though. What are your clients, I wonder? No, no, she travels to and from her clients. It says, on my travels to and from my work with clients. Yeah. So that means she's travelling to and from her clients, doesn't she? No, that means with clients. Does it? Yeah. Ah, Dawn, can you, could you clear that up for me? Send us another email. We'll read it on next week's show. Whether your clients are with you or you're going from one client to the other. Yeah, because I want to know. Okay. Uh, Jeff Boltwood. It's a good name, isn't it? It's a very good name if you have a business that puts bolts in wood. Uh, James, just wanted to say thank you for many years. of a, Oh, that's very nice. Um, you interviewed me once on LBC about healing. I don't expect you to remember, but of all the shows I did, yours was the best. Long may you continue. Well, that's very nice. What sort of healing do you do? That's another one. You better get in touch. Tell me about that. Maybe we can do another interview right here. My back is killing me today. Do you know that? Your back is killing you. Well, maybe he's the right man for the job. He could be the right man for the job, because I could do with a bit of healing. My back is so... I, I shifted some pots around for Mrs W yesterday. I knew I shouldn't have done. You did the washing up? You know. <clears throat> no gardening, you know, pots with plants oh, in. She wanted moved. And uh, I said, oh, I can do that. And it was bloody heavy. Well, they are, especially when they're full of soil and slightly moist. Yeah. Oh, these were slightly moist. The moisture <laughs> is, is what does it. Yeah, I know. Tell Mrs W not to make them some moist next time. Yeah, I will. Well, I've told her about her moistness before. Um, should we do Wales call box? Have we got that now? We'll squeeze one in now. Oi, oi, James, James. I've got the thing, James. Meet me in the usual place, all right? All right?
three days. I'll see you there. Ta-da. Uh, well, there we are. That was good, wasn't it? Um, I think we're time to uh, finish up with uh, a plug for my radio show. Talk Radio is back on, and sometimes Ash is there. We need to get Ash back on this show. Well, I tried to, but he says, well, man, can we record it about five o'clock? Because I don't wake up till five o'clock, man. That's later than me. I said, what about five o'clock in the morning? I'm going to bed then. Uh, right, questions for the Great Whale, and then we must go because uh, the pub's just opening. I can see down the road that the, the, he's, he's, uh, he's just opened the door. He's putting his little sign out on the street. Mm. Sausage and mash. Yeah. That's the special today. Yeah, I thought I'd get that and then go into talk radio. Okay, uh, I've got a fan, apparently. Here we go. Have you? Uh, Peter Stain. I think Robbo is better than Ash. What do you think? I wouldn't dream of even getting involved in a conversation like that uh, because uh, one of them is going to be upset. So I think what I'll do is I'll sit on the fence and say they're both just as good as each other. No, no, you can say Ash is okay. Yeah, it's fine. I'm no, I can't. Hey. I don't. I don't. I'm not, I'm not going to say that at all. Is there a reason why you won't say Ash is, is good? No, there's no reason at all, except that I'm not going to say you're good and I'm not going to say he's good. You can say I'm bad. It's okay. I'm not going to say you're bad. I'm not going to say he's bad. I didn't ask you to say he's bad. Just say he's good and I'm bad. No, I'm not going to do that. Okay. Yeah. I like it when you're nasty to me. That's that's all I'm Good. Get on with it. Uh, I'm getting bored. Come on. Guardian Hawk. Is that right? Yes. <laughs> Did I read Can't that right? Know. Um, if a yeah. farmer met a farmer in a farmer's field, who the f*** is looking after the farm? Who the f*** cares? Uh, Graham Bishop. Yeah. Should anyone taking out a non-gender passport avoid stricter Muslim countries or just hand themselves in at the nearest border? <laughs> I would just avoid any country that regards itself as a religious country. If you say, oh, if uh, this is a Christian state or it's a Muslim state, I get really fed up with that. You know, we're people, we live on a planet, some people have a belief in something, fine, get over it. But uh, countries that have these strict religious laws, I feel so sorry for the people of Iran. Uh, they have religious police over there. I feel I feel sorry for people who live in countries which seem to be uh, more concerned about their religious beliefs. I mean, it's just backward in my view. Don't go anywhere. Yep, do what I do. Don't have a passport. Yeah. Well, as far as I'm concerned, if we're leaving the EU, there's no point in going anywhere, really. Well, like, we'd have to all change our passports because it says that we're members of the <laughs> EU on the front cover. Yeah, and that's going to cause that's going to cost a fortune. This whole thing is a complete and utter f- up. Carry on, uh, Richard Allen. Remember, years ago, everyone had a BlackBerry, and no one had heard of Apple. Uh, how long do you think it will be until the next big brand comes along, and and it's Apple who then? No, I'm waiting for the new Peach phone. And everyone didn't have a BlackBerry; they had a Nokia. Did they? Yeah. I had a Nokia. Anyway, come on, come on. Uh, Mark Summers, is the plural of Bigfoot, Bigfoots, or Big Feet? Big Feet. Uh, Rob Kitley, I think, or Kitley. Mm. Uh, whatever happened to the Dominatrix, James Whale? Ah. There was no comma there, so it's no. actually referring, saying that you're the Dominatrix. 
I'm not the dominatrix. Get on with it. Uh, David Booth, why is orange jam called marmalade? Are you the most stupid person, David? Are you really that stupid? What would you call it? Orange aid? No, orange jam. It's marmalade. So what bit of the orange is called marma? Well, very, very, very long time ago, they were the only oranges you could get. And so the marma orange, of which modern-day oranges are a derivative of, but the name marma laid, stuck. Because the marma oranges were laid down to get nice and overripe before they were turned into that delicious breakfast spread, marmalade. Johnny, um, Johnny says, uh, does everything happen for a Johnny reason? Seifert, who is a stalker, who follows me around all over the place and sometimes has the audacity to call himself a producer at talk radio. Yes, what does he want? Does everything happen for a reason? Yes, Johnny, it does. And the reason you are following me around so much has yet to be explained to me, but I'm sure it will. Uh, Colin Watkins, can fish ride bicycles? Get yourself into the nearest psychiatric unit, Colin. You need help. I think you'll find they're very good in tanks, though. Uh, Lee Wagner. Should that be Wagner? No, that was a uh, X Factor sort of mutation. Ah, right, Okay. Uh, Lee, what is your question? And then I'm going to the pub. Can politicians be trusted? Oh, that's a difficult one. That is a very, very, very difficult one. Um, Some undoubtedly can. But you could actually ask the question of yourself, can some people be trusted? I would answer that with a a no. I think everyone can be... uh untrustworthy do you yes i would i would like to finish the uh i would like to finish the podcasts today mm-hmm. with some words from the dalai lama and a welsh words from the dalai lama <laughs> by chance man sacrifices his health in order to make money then he sacrifices money to recuperate his health and then he is so anxious about the future that he does not enjoy the present the result being that he does not live in the present or the future. He lives as if he is never going to die, and then dies, having never really lived. Wise words again from the Dalai Lama. Thank you so much. If you've enjoyed this broadcast, then go to our website, jameswellradio.co.uk, where you will find hundreds more hours of this scintillating conversation. And if you hated this broadcast, then I suggest you go there as well, because some of them could be even worse. Say that whole thing again. What? The bit about the Dalai Lama. Say it again, why? I'm trying to get my head around it. Man sacrifices... I'll do this once and then I'm going, right? This is the end of the show after this. Okay. Man sacrifices his health in order to make money. Understood? Yes, I got that bit, yeah. Then he sacrifices money to recuperate his health. 
and then he is so anxious about the future that he does not enjoy the present. The result being that he does not live in the present or the future. So where does he live then? He lives as if he is never going to die. And then he dies having never really lived at all. Well, couldn't he have just shortened it to that? Think on those wise words. I'm still confused. Can you say it again? No, f*** off. Listening to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash show or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.